0: Welcome to Rough Draft, a podcast where two writers talk about what writers do. I'm Rachel, a serial project starter.
1: And I'm Sarim, the failed experiment.
0: You can't just <laughs> make yourself the subject of our entire I episode can and with I will.
1: Joke. You Again. knew what you were signing up for <laughs> when you asked me to be your co-host. I can and i will okay
0: okay um yes sir we're going to be honest with ourselves and we're going to be accountable for our um words i don't know so why you're, you're raising your
1: eyebrows like you're doing something right now this is not a subtle segue rachel this
0: is a good segue sorry and welcome to the accountability <laughs> corner what have oh you... my god how did we get here what have you read slash written either or this past week
1: um written I have written a, <laughs> nothing so writing mm-hmm, I don't know mm-hmm. I'm kind of slacking i'm feel I'm like building up I'm building I always, that's anyway just's like oh, no. I'm, I'm just building up to it. I'm building up. To it. but <laughs> no 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 i I am I'm there are things I want to write I just haven't had the energy to write lately mm. it's been a tiring week, but mm-hmm. reading I <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a mini arc through the initial episodes yes, of yes. Rough I finally finished the Crazy Rich Asian trilogy. Is it like um, done,
0: done? Like it's a trilogy and it's done, or is like, it like, like, yeah, lo- yes. Okay, cool. Done, oh. done,
1: done, Yeah. So completely done. Uh, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I think the second book was my favorite, mm-hmm. but the third was really freaking good. It wrapped everything up nicely, and yeah, I had a good time. Next we... up is Wolverine yes. Origins. That's the next book I'm reading. Uh,
0: that's my favorite Crazy Rich Asian spin-off, the Wolverine yes. one. I love yeah, that bro. one.
1: Yeah, <laughs> When Wolverine jumps off the private jet, crazy.
0: Ugh, and hit all the crazy parties he threw in Taiwan.
1: <laughs> love it. They're in Singapore. You uncultured fly. <laughs> anyway.
0: Oh, they are. Oh, this looks real yeah. bad on me. I am so sorry. Yep. I'm gonna apologize. So now let's to make everyone. you look
1: even worse, Rachel. Your turn in the accountability corner. Okay. What have you been writing or reading?
0: So, I haven't, again, sorry, I think we're just, I think, like, you know how girls have periods that sync up? I think our writing work (laughs) ethic syncs up because I also did not write anything the past week because, like, I just wrapped up that competition and I was kind of burnt out with writing. However, I am very proud of this, but, okay, this part I'm not proud of. So, randomly, (laughs) one midnight evening, I had a book splurge where I bought just a bunch of discounted manga off bookoutlet.com. And, uh,
1: not sponsored, by the
0: way. Not sponsored yet, and the thing yeah, is, it could be. The worst part of this is that they are miscellaneous manga. I didn't buy a whole series. I bought like volume. <laughs> you six, bought the mystery box in the corner nine. of the
1: store.
0: <laughs> I basically, I basically bought a random variety of manga that I thought was good, but I did catch up with one series I bought called. Um, I'm looking at it right now. The girl from the other side. I would say solid. Um. Uh, 7 out of 10? 6 out of 10? Okay, you like,
1: see, you can't say solid and then waver, like, audibly. That's not okay, very solid. Okay, it's between
0: right? 6 and 7 out of That's 10. That's a
1: liquid 7, alright?
0: Okay, the art is really cute. And it's very, very different than typical manga. Because it follows, like, a tale esque type of art style. Which is awesome, but I don't know, man. The story... Huh. Like, there's, like, 9 volumes. I really feel like a story could have been done in 3. <laughs> but... <laughs> Whatever, I am gonna buy volume 10. I will buy volume 10 because it's the last volume that's coming up next month.
1: (laughs) You're like, I was done with this six volumes ago, (laughs) but I'm gonna keep on going and see what happens. It's cute though.
0: It's cute though. Okay,
1: that's a valid reason.
0: Yeah. Hello, listeners. Welcome to our time machine. It's me and Sarum from the future. Um, We got cushions for the time machine. I'm so comfortable right now. This is the segment where we actually go over our feedback from previous episodes. Sarm, just to clear things up, why are we in a time machine for this segment? In case anyone's confused.
1: We are in a time machine for the feedback segment because A, Rachel's the wannabe cute and quirky type, so we needed a bit for the feedback (laughs) segment. And B, we record the feedback segment after we have recorded the episode that you listened to it in. So Mm -hmm. the episode you're hearing this in, we recorded that, you know... Last week in our time, and now we're recording this now,
0: Sorry. and that's why we have to be in a time machine for it. There's literally yes. no other way to explain how we're doing this besides using a time machine. Yeah, we need to use it. No ta- what are we
1: going to do? Not give feedback? <laughs> no. So yes, Speaking we invented feedback, time travel for yeah. the podcast, and we patented it.
0: Yes, Suck it's on that now. U.S. military. It's okay. Well, before we get in a lot of trouble with. <laughs> Welcome North to Hitler, Rough
1: Draft. I'm dragging uh, us to war.
0: Okay, before we before we start s- s- the the war, World War II. <laughs> um, I just want to go over this really sweet message we got from Tegan. Tegan Ooh. said stuff about episode 5, which was our music episode. Nah, she fine. says, and I quote, "Love, love, love. Haha. Y'all are just <laughs> honestly really entertaining and I just find that I can fully relax while listening." And she gave us her own favorite lyrics by Tom Miss Miss M, M- I S C H. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Brady. Okay, we can go with that. Uh, Tom Brady, and the lyrics are... I knew a time that you could stand still beside, never rushing by. I knew a place you'd go for, your head to explode into peace of mind. I knew a boy, I knew a man, that looked a lot like you. I knew a time, I knew a place, that felt a lot like you. And for those who cannot see what I'm reading, in peace of mind... Is I mean if you
1: can see what Rachel's reading right now, that's kinda of weird because this is audio only. Please explain yourself.
0: Peace of mind is spelled P E A C E of Mind. Like, you know, like peace. Oh. Love like and peace, peace
1: sign, not explosion into pieces. Bro, that's crazy. That so, is crazy.
0: Thank you, Tegan, for that wonderful and wonderful, wonderful lyric. Unironically
1: ceremony. I really enjoyed that one. Like it's that,
0: it's no. really good. <laughs> Sorry, you got you got any hot feedback, hot off the I price got price? yes, I
1: do. Before my friends uh, you know, lampoon me for, for <laughs> not recognizing that they apparently give written feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are back with our previous favorite, the current shrine holder, Gabrielle. Yes,
0: I'm looking at right now, uh, your photo is yes.
1: huge. I think I need to dust it a little bit. You also need to <laughs> remove your kidney. She said she didn't want it. Oh um, okay. but yeah, so Gabrielle enjoyed last week's. Um, she enjoyed the. What was last week? What was our last episode? The books. Where do you buy books? Episode. Where do you
0: buy books? Yes.
1: And what was her major feedback? Gabrielle is also a woman of culture who enjoys cheap books like us from BMV. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And I kind of made a mistake. You know that. You know when you like, you're super passionate about something. Yes. And you want to share that with people. Yes. But what then, what you do? Unfortunate things happen. So, okay. for those who aren't aware by now, which, if you're not, and you're a regular listener, are you actually listening? I really <laughs> like this whole Persona 5 thing. Oh,
0: no, not this again. How did you manage to mention it? But
1: this? the original game is not on the Nintendo Switch. Gabrielle yeah, was like, huh, you guys are talking about this Persona 5 oh, game. I'm going to go look on it for Switch. It was just like, pain. How do you break <laughs> it to someone that this absolute masterpiece <laughs> is unavailable to them? So... Yeah, Gabrielle's feedback was just kind of a series of unfortunate and hilarious events. I am um, so
0: sorry that this is what it's come yeah. to.
1: Yeah, I know. It's, life is tough. Even tougher if you're a Switch-only player
0: a good, speaking of, like, good friendships, um, my friend, segue. <laughs> my friend, my friend Stephen, who also goes by Sven, the illustrator of, again, that comic I did, was listening to that same Dark episode. Dark Magic. Yes, Dark Magic. Was listening to that same episode Gabriel <laughs> was listening to, and he told us about his favorite book that he ever purchased, also in BMV, and oh, I'm hi. going to send it to Sarm right now, so we can this see is, what his this reaction... Is a live reaction.
1: Rachel explicitly told me before <laughs> (laughs) recording that she wants a live reaction. This is
0: Stephen's favorite book, Sarum.
1: What? Is that Jeff Goldblum on the body of a beetle? What the hell is that? So, huh? (laughs) Okay, so this is Franz Kafka's The Metamorphosis. (laughs) And it's... And the cover is just, like, what looks like a slightly gruff Jeff Goldblum (laughs) head on the body of a beetle that has been <laughs> turn- I'm cockroach, and this, maybe. My
0: favorite part is the subtitle is Change Really Bugged Him.
1: Like, I bad puns it. are my thing and that offends even me. That's how this bad is amazing.
0: that is. Um, Steven told me that when he saw this book in b and he actually fell laughing. And he, you know what? And when that happens, you know you gotta buy it. I'm... I mean,
1: yeah. They say don't judge a book by its cover. No one said about being scarred by a book's <laughs> cover. <scholar.
0: laughs> oh, I really want to say it quickly before I forget. In yes. one of our feedback ep- feedback segment things, I was talking about two Michaels who are very dear to my heart. Unfortunately, I described one as a handsome Michael, which implied the other one was not so yes, handsome. Yes, you picked a
1: favorite, so you can't really say they're both dear to you.
0: And the first Michael I had mentioned, who I did not give a, like a tag. Um, reposted our episode and labeled himself as the hideous Michael, which is not <laughs> what I had
1: intended. Yes, you know what? That's <laughs> it. Embrace your truth, King.
0: Mikey, I'm so yes, sorry. King. I don't think you're hideous. I think you're very handsome. No, Sarm, I'm gonna wow. be I'm gonna be level with you in the dark uh, magic. At your height, launch. that's gonna be pretty
1: difficult. <laughs>
0: Listen, at the dark <laughs> in the dark magic launch and in every live show I go to that Mikey or Michael I also call him Mikey that Mikey has been at you can tell he's one of the most handsome men in that building so Mikey I'm mm-hmm. so sorry mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. objective truth Mikey's a very handsome man okay spoken
1: I, I like I'm... a true mother who accidentally picked a favorite child <laughs> <No>!
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay speaking of nothing in particular um okay
1: I'm, I'm glad we've stopped pretending you have good segues
0: let's Talk about some very exciting news about the podcast that we've been wanting to talk about for a hot minute.
1: Rough draft is pregnant. Wait, no, that's not it.
0: No, that's not can
1: it. Can podcasts get pregnant?
0: They can. Okay, moving on to the oh, other news.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is the other news? I'm just confused. Why are you looking at me? I'm as looking if I'm at that? you
0: because I thought you wanted to talk about the varsity article that JD. Right. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 Oops. <laughs>
1: Oops. <laughs> I genuinely forgot that anyway, okay, alright, hello. We're leaving okay.
0: that blank in. We are leaving that silence in. I feel I like you have to. That's to really
1: know. good content because I. J- so so yeah, I forgot about this thing that I've been excited uh... about. Basically. Our now dear friend Jadeen Dean at the varsity, how do we pronounce mm-hmm. Jadeen's last name? Please tell me. Um
0: I will spell it out because I don't wanna <laughs> mess up her last name as well.
1: Okay. Alright, you know what? Okay, fine. So our now dear friend Jadeen. Uh, second name N G A N, mm-hmm. a brilliant reporter and freelance writer, uh, took was very kind as to take the time to interview us over Zoom mm-hmm. for the varsity, which is the University of Toronto's uh, foremost student newspaper. So yeah, that was quite the character that growth was a, that arc for, was for, for Rough Draft. For me, I used to write for this paper, now I'm good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we have a feature all about Rough Draft's origins. Our future plans, our our creative process, our lore. It's the Rough Draft Definitive (laughs) Lore Book, and it's available today at TheVarsity.ca. So, Rachel. Yes, Sarum. What are we talking about today?
0: Today, we are actually going to do a listener-suggested topic Oh, um
1: engagement, community engagement.
0: I love it, I love it, community engagement. So I will read out what the suggested topic originally was. So Sven, or Steven, or the illustrator of Dark Magic, the comic book I did, suggested that we should talk about abandoned projects, tragic casualty of laziness, or necessary sacrifice for growth. Which, in other words, is...
1: How do you deal with failed or unfinished projects? That is the question of the day.
0: Now, Sarum, I know you're a perfect human being, so you have never not finished anything, so this is I'll correct. Talk. I'll talk for the entire episode. <laughs> And that's it
1: for me, everybody. Thank you for this, <laughs> this episode.
0: This is now a solo podcast. Because unfortunately I work with a perfect co host.
1: Yeah, so just John fade to... me out on this one. <laughs> I'm perfect. Perfect.
0: <laughs> okay, Sarum, so. tell me about your flaws. Quick, rapid fire. Let's hear. Him. Okay.
1: And um, I had two projects in mind. Mm-hmm. For the those for those who know me. My poetry collection, that project, right, Strawberry, right, right. is no, it's, it's, it's no secret. I talked about it all the time. And it's a project that's very near and dear to me. Mm-hmm. And that is not unfinished. I finished Strawberry. I, so for context, you did? I did. So Strawberry was a, poet is a poetry collection, which I wrote for someone who meant a lot to me at the time. Still does, just differently. But, you know, I, I had unresolved feelings and I had to oh. sort those out. And so <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do that. The best way I know how. And so mm. I wrote a poetry collection. And mm. I told myself, it was February of 2017, and I told myself, in Ooh, one year, is. I'm gonna have this book in my hand. Okay. And I did. Okay. Right? Illustrated, bound, everything.
0: I feel like the carpet's gonna be pulled from under me. I'm nervous. Well, no 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 <laughs> no, 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 no yeah. And and
1: then I died. No. <laughs> um What ended up happening was after Strawberry So Strawberry, like I said, strawberry was written for someone, it was written for like catharsis for me personally Mm -hmm. and then after i had given it to the person it was for we'd had like a deep meaningful conversation and we'd you know grown in our relationship that was kind of it and i always thought for a good Uh. while i thought you know what i might publish this because i had i had Mm -hmm, a whole mm -hmm, book ready to go yeah you have the manuscript it's already yeah there was nothing explicitly wrong with it but then after trying to edit it and that fizzling out and then eventually uh, you know, So I lost motivation gradually to publish it And then eventually I just kind of had a moment where mm. Okay, I don't think publishing it would even be the right thing to do Not because uh. I've lost motivation to do so But because the point of the project was catharsis I've mm. achieved that The point was to put these feelings in oh. bed If I publish it I am then giving it new life
0: Like So even now when you do talk about Strawberry You kind of have to relive those feelings of what inspired yeah, I mean, it
1: Like, okay, the whole point of actually working Mm. to get past them is that that's not really a problem. Mm -hmm. So it's it's not so much reliving the feeling as it is just giving them such a major platform by publishing Um, them. That would be the problem. Because then I would be kind of reliving it by... Because I'd be talking about it so often. Mm -hmm. Because now when I talk about story, it's like it's a fond memory. So Mm -hmm. I don't... I talk about it, you know, every so often. I talk about it sparingly. So... But right now, it's your turn.
0: Okay, so I did just a few minutes ago go, all, go on and on about, oh, you know, it just kind of fizzles out. Like, it's always gradual. I do remember one project that I had the literal, I can remember the moment when I'm like, I'm never finishing this project. This is <laughs> buckling. This is a bit of a sad one. So, oh no. I was, I had to be like 14, 13 or something.
1: Okay, well, to be fair, everything is sad when one is 13 or 14. Like, so. okay,
0: so as a kid, I used to write a novel for my friends. Uh, um, By friends, I mean, like, five people, six people,
1: you You, know? You used to write a novel for them?
0: Okay, no, like, I I wrote... Okay, so what I did is I was writing down, chapter by chapter, a novel that I really wanted to write about. It was about pirates. It was very... (laughs) This is is such a rip-off. It was very inspired by the Redwall series. Um and i had mapped out the entire story i had the ending and everything with the twists and i diy'd this i would print it out in like double like double pages i'd print it out so you could fold it and i would glue the pages together i literally published it myself i was 13 years old 12 years old i even drew i would i drew the cover myself scanned it and put it at the front like i literally made my own book as a kid
1: she made a book
0: and i gave it to everybody and uh, so we were on like they were like novella style. So I would maybe publish ten chapters ish of every like part of the book. <laughs> so we were manga? like we were like halfway through,
1: okay. and
0: uh, I had maybe been doing this for maybe two years, a year and a half. And yeah. we went on a camp. This is actually real sad. We went on a camping trip. Oh no! And everything
1: one of- bad happens on the camping trip.
0: One of my friends, I don't know if he was trying to be edgy, but <laughs> we were sitting. He was
1: thirteen. He was definitely trying. He to was be edgy. no.
0: He was a bit older than me, so I can't can't allow him. Um, (laughs) So, we were sitting by the campfire, and we were looking for the kindle, you know, to feed the campfire. And then we were running out of stuff to feed the campfire, and he goes, Haha, I know something we can use. Goes to his dad's car, pulls out one of the books I gave him, because I guess he brought it over to read during the camping trip, and he put it in the fire. What I watched.
1: Boston, oh my god. And then god. I
0: watched it burn in front of my eyes. And because you know, I'm a 13, like 12 year old girl, I'm like, that's traumatic. He he funny, haha. You know, like I was just like, haha, look, it's burning. But in my head, I was like, oh.
1: In your and, head, it's just like, why don't I push you into the fire instead, little boy?
0: I never finished it. Never.
1: Oh, and as this kid, I was a
0: was real crush. And as a kid, I'm like, Oh, I guess if this is what it's worth, I won't finish it. And I hey. need finish
1: the series. Hey, you probably warned a lot of people that night.
0: No, listen, <laughs> I'm quite aware, listeners, that not everyone has had this experience.
1: Yeah, no, that sounds pretty unique.
0: I do have... Okay, I don't want to jump into my other embarrassing experience, although I feel like more people would like jive with this one. So Saram, do you have any other projects that you kind of fizzled out before I go into my next one?
1: my sinbad project so everybody i'm um, you're familiar with sinbad sinbad the sailor yes,
0: yes yes
1: yes yes but um yeah i don't know i always loved sinbad as a kid and he was a character who always just kind of stuck with me and as i grew like, older and like you know got more into the whole like sinbad fits a lot of the archetypes i like specifically like you know mm. the gentleman thief type lord the oh. thief of the heart of gold okay. you know yeah. sinbad aladdin joker for persona 5 mm-hmm, anyway mm-hmm. so so <laughs> we're gonna get persona 5 into every episode this is happening Gosh. um that was organic i'm sorry but it okay, was anyway, okay anyway i'll give it to you so i always wanted to write like my own take on a sinbad story because i was like well you know what he's technically a mythological character mm. nobody owns the rights i can write yeah. that. i don't know if that was correct at the time but whatever i started um And I got three chapters in into this whole Sinbad story. I did research. I still have the folder on my Google Chrome. Oh, that breaks
0: my heart a little. I know that feeling. And so,
1: I even researched like, what was like Baghdad, what was it Uh, like at the time? I think it was like 13th century Mm -hmm. Iraq. And um, yeah, so I Googled like, okay, so what was Baghdad like at the time? And bro, you will never believe what it was, right?
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: I had this amazing idea. Yes. So, Baghdad, Baghdad, in case anyone hasn't caught on yet. <laughs> I'm brown, all right? Anyway, so Baghdad at, in, in the 13th century, I think it was the 13th century, don't quote me on that, was a walled city, a okay. circular walled city. Okay. So you know what my okay. big idea was? My big was idea was Sinbad trilogy first book is like you know shenanigans setting up sinbad and setting up this big greater plot the second book would have him venturing outside the wall and the third book would have him bringing back some threat <gasps> to the wall so i old was were like, you. oh my god oh how my god you? this was amazing i this was years ago this was long before i had ever watched anime at all i was just gonna say sorry
0: Sar- young Storm is coming for you he's coming for your
1: crowd <laughs> And then, here we are, years later, me reminiscing on this project about a walled city and threats uh-huh. from beyond the wall during the airing of the final season of Attack on Titan. So, Please yeah, tell as... me that
0: wasn't the reason why you stopped it, though. Like, what was the no, reason? No, 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 okay. no, no. This
1: project was, like, uh, conceived, started, and, you know, deceased long before I ever started watching okay. anime. Long before Attack on Titan. Okay. Not long before Attack on Titan started airing. because yeah, Attack yeah. on Titan was 2013. Yeah. Very first season. I hadn't heard of it or even watched, yeah, so or
0: watched it. Yeah, so it doesn't count.
1: No, Honor, wasn't it doesn't idea. count. Your Honor, it doesn't no, count. I yeah, didn't yeah. know it was, about it, was it, it was original to me. I okay. did not rip anyone yeah. off. But yeah, so I never even got that far anyway. So basically, I wrote... Remember, the first book was going to be just setting up Sinbad and, like, the world. Mm-hmm. And so I got three chapters in. And it was, like... It was the first time I'd ever properly, like written for a project like this right. like a novel type project yeah, like I remember yeah. one a time a
0: long like a full length thing yeah.
1: yeah like the very last chapter I wrote chapter 3 I remember sitting up in bed one day and I was like, like I woke up it was a Saturday mm. and I was like yo this is it and then I just <sighs> sat and two. I didn't get out of bed for like 2-3 uh-huh, hours uh-huh. And by the time I was, got out of bed I was completely done the whole chapter in one that's day. amazing right it felt great so it was a good experience but ultimately it didn't amount to anything so I, I don't know I I would love to say that you know it's just you know on the back burner on the backlog mm-hmm. but it's been so long and my interests are like somewhat elsewhere and yeah. also attack on titan's a thing so <laughs> i i'm gonna say that i did brown attack on titan failed attack, not gonna, attack gonna, on <laughs> Baghdad, yeah not bro. gonna do
0: it but like so technically you never finished it but do you feel like that was really important for you as a writer to go through to get to the oh point yeah, yeah
1: absolutely because like Fa- like failed or not even you know, quote unquote quote failed unfinished mm. projects smaller projects i feel mm. are very important every like yeah. big writer i've either had you know the pleasure of talking to or who i've read about they often say in interviews that like start small do a lot of small projects yeah. before you get onto that big thing so and some people even said like straight up do a practice novel i wouldn't say sinbad my practice novel i do remember you novel. mentioning this yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah sinbad is not my practice novel because i didn't finish it but it's like you know i did strawberry that was a whole poetry collection. Mm. That's there. And it counts as, you know, practice.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: so like, yeah, you don't, like, you don't
0: come out of the womb. <laughs> 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 Edgar Allan Poeing the entire world, you know? <laughs> I started a project with my friend. Shez, if you're listening, hey, man. Um, so Shez and I started a project that was, like, a fun exercise where I would write a page and he would write a page. Ooh. And it got to a point where our story was pretty lit um like we were pretty <laughs> I far do believe into that's it. a
1: literary term for it yeah
0: like we were maybe a third into this novel it was like a cool young adult novel about a bunch of like i, I don't really want to get into it because i don't want to were become that, there that person. vampires
1: no that i don't is want, want to the key that question person for young adult about
0: our book. but and were I worked there so vampires hard on rachel this. there were oh, there were no vampires okay but there were these Continue. people with, like, cool magical powers. Um, you would call them a mancer. So there would be fireman- pyromancers who right. yeah, worked yeah, with yeah. fire. And there were also cool characters, like phonomancers who worked with sound. It was really cool. Um, the like first that. chapter was a banger. And honestly, it got to a point where it was just like both our lives got busy. I know that Shez got busy. I definitely got busy. This was like last year during the pandemic. I mean, <laughs> during as if we're not still in it. But it was...
1: It's still here.
0: It's still here. Hey, Hopefully pandemic, Hopefully not you? for long,
1: but it's still here.
0: Um, it was in the summer. And, you know, I ended up moving out of my place. I ended up, you know, being engaged. Like a lot of things happened. So it mm. went on the back burner and we never picked it up again. And i guess from a lot of perspectives it'd be like oh here's another failed project like never we were so hyped about it and we never finished it but like it was i can't believe Shes is gonna hear about this on the podcast i should probably tell this to him one-on-one but (laughs) no, no no do
1: it now do it now do it now do it now
0: listen i am so glad you suggested this project because it got me back into writing Like, I would not be starting my novel that I need that I'm going to finish if it wasn't for our project because it made me realize, oh, I can still do this, I can still write chapters. So, if that ain't a thing,
1: yeah, (laughs) and then that's the big thing where it's just like, yeah, no failed project is really a failure, like, Mm -hmm. outright. It's a failed project in terms of the project, sure, but even then, you still gain something from it. I gained a lot from Strawberry and Sinbad. You gained a l- you gained like literally the drive to do your mm. novel from the project with Jed. So I guess the the question that they turned kind of evolves into <laughs> how do you deal with failed projects? To are failed projects really even a thing?
0: It was really important to me, honestly. And this kind of brings back something that one of my friends told me. Um, mm. He's not a writer; he's a musician. And I had to interview him for a magazine back in undergrad, and I was asking about like. I asked him the question does it frustrate you that you have to play certain pieces for school when you could be working on your own stuff and okay. bro this this man really changed my life he said something along the <laughs> li- so Cole Mendes everybody Cole if you're listening um, Cole the cool um, person from Nomadic Family Cole the keyboardist from the free label Cole told me
1: that wait, wait sorry and- <laughs> what was his <the> name again?
0: <laughs> Cole C-O-L-E <laughs> um, Cole told me that in the end practice is practice even if you're not doing something that you want to do it's still practice and to me even though those things were never finished and some of them never saw the light of day it's still practice it still molds the writer i am today so
1: absolutely it's brilliant like learning experience and i'm grateful for all of mine
0: Mm -hmm. sarum if people are going to take away anything from this episode besides our fantastic failures what should they take away
1: the end of a project is not the end of it all. There is always something to learn, mm. no matter how the project may come to a close.
0: And we're going to end it there with this arm's sage wisdom.
1: Hello, dear listeners. It's me, your boy. I just wanted to give a quick, proper shout-out to Dean Nunn. Please forgive me if I mispronounce that. We spent about... A solid 20 minutes trying to teach me how to pronounce it properly. I am doing my best. I apologize profusely. Jadeen is a brilliant student journalist who interviewed us for The Varsity, as we mentioned, the University of Toronto's foremost student newspaper. She also writes for The Walrus, Mason Nerve, and Toronto Life. You can find her on her website at jadine.com, that is J-A-D-I-N-E-N-G-A-N.com, and check out more of her work there. Jadeen, thank you very much And we look forward to seeing what you write next Really sorry about the last name again I really tried like a solid 20 minutes Okay, back to the show We've come to the last page of today's chapter This podcast's audio engineer is John Katanis And the music in the background was Sunset on Augusta by JC3 Our cover art was done by Sean Cashin And animated by Rachel Chow Next episode's question, just which fandom will Rachel be banned for for lewd fanfiction next? Find out next time on on Rough Draft.